0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together.
1: Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today with Mandy and Heather. Uh, We are reading through a lot of Psalms of Ascent. I think uh, there's only one Psalm today, Psalm 135, that we're going to read that is not a Psalm of Ascent. Uh, So we're starting in 128 and we are going through pretty much uh, 135 with a few that are missing. Um, What stuck out to you guys as we read through these Psalms? What'd you notice?
2: Um, In Psalm 130, it talks about, um, you know, if it talks about them crying out to the Lord from the depths of despair, Um, he hears them, he pays attention to their prayers. If, if, if God kept a record of our sins, no one, no one would make it because our record is so long but God offers forgiveness so that we might learn to fear him more. And I think that really stuck out to me because as we talk every single day, this whole story is about God. It's always pointing back to God's goodness, God's, um, yeah, just this, this devotion to God and this idea that really we want to make God great. It's not about our comfort. It's not about making ourselves great. And so when we, when we receive this forgiveness, um, it's, it's so that we would, our love for God, our fear for God, our reverence for God would deepen, not so we'd have a more comfortable life, not so we could just go back and do the thing we just did. It's really so that actually we would see God on a deeper level. And I think that's kind of what all of these keep pointing to every day. We talk about this, that we would know God, like that our heart, we talked yesterday, that our hearts would actually be in tune with God. Um, I think we could get really lost. I mean, we've been in the old Testament now for millennia and you know, I think we could get really lost in the heaviness of it. And in the, if I don't do this, I will get swallowed up by the earth. If I don't do that, I'm going to be punished. If this, Oh my gosh, God sounds really scary. And you can get stuck in this place of like missing out on the heart of it and, and not realizing like, Hey, everything's actually just about recognizing God's greatness and his mercy and his faithfulness. And if we can fix our eyes on him, that's that's really where it all begins, you know? That's where when we can see God, like, um, for who he is, and we can see ourselves for who we actually are. That we're actually, um, you know, we're very much loved, but we are not on the throne. Like, we are very much cared for, but actually we don't get to call all the shots. Um, we had a conversation before we started recording about belief and obedience and blessing. We talked about a lot of really cool things, so... Um, <laughs> Ryan, do you want to share any of the cool things you talked about? Do they relate? <laughs> do they relate to any of the psalms, or did we just go on a on a bunny uh, trail?
1: We oftentimes bunny trail before we're actually like officially recording an episode. Sometimes the bunny trail like bleeds into the episode. Sometimes I feel bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it though. Um, I, I just think like I th- I think it's important to notice. So these are these are psalms of ascent. These are written for people who are making a pilgrimage. So it's important to remember the audience like this is like a, a very specific psalm. Um, one of the things that I noticed, I, I, I highlighted the same point that you did. Um, it's easy to think that the God of the Old Testament, which, again, is a lie. There is there is no God of the Old Testament. There's a God of the Bible. It's the same God. Um so so this is Old Testament that we're reading. A lot of times people think that he's like very judgmental, not very like loving, not very forgiving. But here we have Psalm 130 that says, God, we, we're so thankful you don't keep a record of our sins. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's worth noting, but it seems like the Old Testament people recognize a New Testament God.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. That's
1: crazy. Um, and again, there's no such thing as a New Testament God. Like God is God. Um, so it is interesting that they have an understanding that God doesn't keep a record of our sins because he gives us forgiveness. And what comes out of that forgiveness is learning a fear of God. So there seems to be this like idea of discovering more about God as we are forgiven and fearing it, it like, like a, like a fear and forgiveness. So if I think about, um, this is like I don't know, it's a little bit of a weird example, um, but I was thinking about my kids uh, like obviously i don't want my kids to fear me, uh, but I do discipline my kids because I love them, and because I want them to to I w- so I only have boys, so uh, I want them to grow into men who know God, like I want them to understand this stuff. Uh, and so obviously I correct them. And I think a lot of times they don't like it at all.
2: Yeah, correct. Um, but correct it's
1: statement. it's really good for them. <laughs> and I think that God is very similar. God uses that kind of father language. Like God is a God who disciplines his children. And we love him because of that, because he knows what we need. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it's not great things that we need. It's, it's actually correction that we need. And that correction is painful. Um, but what can come out of it is more love for God. I mean, again, considering the audience um, yesterday, we talked specifically about a Psalm of ascent that was written after they returned from exile. These are people who understand particularly painful correction. Like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy your city. I'm going to have you all carried off. Like, yeah, you could look at that and you could say, man, that is a really, really mean God. Or you could look at that and say, wow, God was literally willing to move cities so that people would love him and know him Mm. because he knew that's what they needed. So it, there is a, a subtle perspective change because you can read the Old Testament and think, yeah, God's awful. That's possible. Um, but it's probably because your perspective is wrong. Mm. Uh, if you read the Old Testament and you see a God who is so committed to loving his people that he gives them pretty harsh correction so that they will love him. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. like, And, and there are people that will spin that to say he's like very conceited and selfish and very self-centered. I mean, he is God, so it's a little bit different than, than man. Um
0: And I feel like it's like a whole nother next level of faith when you are going through that, you know, painful correction and still are like, but God, you're good. Because most yeah. people, like, I know I'm guilty of this, like, throughout, like, a hard correction time in my life, I was like, but where are you, God? Like, I, you know, this is tough. This is yeah. hard. And, but, you know... And then after you're done going through it and you see all the blessings and character development, how much, you know, more you're just like in all of God and we're devoted and and reliant, then you're like, oh yeah, that was worth it. This, you know, thank you, God. Thank you. But like to know it, why you're going through it. Yeah. It's just, you know, that's next level. It's something that I know I strive for.
1: Yeah. Uh, Another thing I I would love to highlight. um, We talked a little bit before we were recording the episode about blessing Uh, So if you look at Psalm 132, uh, Psalm 132 has like a lot about blessing. I'm going to start specifically in verse 13. For the Lord has chosen Jerusalem. He has desired it for his home. This is referring to when God came into the temple and said, like, this is where I will live. This is my resting place forever. He said, I will live here for this is the home I desired. I will bless this city and make it prosperous. I will satisfy the poor with food. I will clothe its priests with godliness. Its faithful servants will sing for joy. Uh, I want you to pay attention to this because sometimes we want to focus on only the prosperous piece. So, uh, God again, like it's also important to notice that here the, the people that wrote this are saying that God lives in Jerusalem. God doesn't live in Jerusalem anymore. He lives in our hearts. Um, but when he's promising blessing part of the blessing that he promises is that there's not going to be any hungry people anymore. So when there is authentic blessing of God, uh, it also cares for the least of these. Mm. So he's saying like, I'm going to bless your city and people won't be hungry anymore. Um, and then he says, uh, I'm going to clothe your priest with godliness. So like the people who represent God will be godly.
2: Right, he that's part say, of his blessing. He doesn't say I'll clothe the priests in better clothes, nope. or I'll give them bigger <laughs> houses, or I'll.
1: It's, it's not talking about their little clothes. It's no. not talking about their little possessions. It's talking no. about their hearts. Yeah. So this is God's blessing, saying that your leaders, the leaders of your church, so to speak, yeah. will have pure hearts. Yeah. Man, what if what if all the leaders in all our churches had pure hearts? Wouldn't wow. that be something?
2: That would be an actual
1: blessing. That yes. would be an actual blessing, and its faithful servants will sing for joy. Like so, so you have the hungry are fed, the priests are holy. Mm -hmm. and the congregants are thankful for holiness and singing with joy.
0: Lord, bring that blessing on us
2: now. (laughs)
1: Isn't that a unique blessing, though? Isn't that somewhat different than the blessing that we're used to hearing about? Yeah, 100%.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this because um, it covers, it covers like the whole, in those three little lines, it covers like, okay, we're talking about the marginalized and the oppressed. Um, I think, you know, they see God differently because when you're in need, you see God differently. Mm -hmm. So for them... Uh, they're, they're given food and, um, now they're going to see God another way, right? In this amazing way. But then we talk about a heart issue that the blessing is really not about anything on the outside. So for the poor, it was an external thing because that's how low they are, right? They just, they need God to show up with an external blessing. The priests need God to show up with an internal blessing of like, your heart needs to be pure. I think the poor are pure in heart they do see God already in that way. I love how these blessings though are like very specific and very in tune with what people need. And, you know, people who faithfully serve God, the faithful servants, like, you know, that serving God faithfully isn't always joyful. It's hard. We talk about this, right? There's a cost Mm -hmm. to it. So the fact that what they're being blessed with is like songs of joy, um, I, I just love God's like intentionality here with what he's giving to each person. The blessing that we receive is not the same as the person next to us. I think we get in a lot of trouble when we start looking to our left and to our right going, well, why did yeah. they get blessed like that? Or why did they get blessed like that? It's like, Hey, God's really into speaking to you personally.
0: And he's looking at what you truly need in like your deepest depth of your soul. Yeah. And often know. what
2: we, what we all need in all of these things is is we will see God in a new way, yeah. in in an, an actual real blessing. I think so. You're talking about like a a true blessing will help us see God in a new way. Because
0: those those um, priests, like they don't they don't need the food.
1: <laughs> like right, they exactly. probably already
0: have all that, you know. So they might, be, you know, be like, "Oh yes, thank you God for the food," but it's not going to mean the same
2: to those who are hungry, right. those That's, who are poor. Right. That's what I'm saying. God's getting to the heart of all of it for every single group of people
1: so this is a gospel of prosperity that's not a prosperity gospel
2: hey
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean he literally says i i I will make you prosperous but when he defines what prosperous is it's not what we usually think
2: yeah that's
0: so good
1: yeah Hey, guys, uh, I hope you're enjoying God's Whole Story. Uh, we do have a pile of new listeners recently. So if you are enjoying this podcast, let us uh, please leave us a review. Please share this with your friends, uh, not because we want to be more famous, but because we think actually reading the Bible every day is a really, really good thing. Um, so you can listen to us to do that. You can do it on your own. That's fine. Um, but we hope you're enjoying God's Whole Story. We'll see you again tomorrow.
2: Bye. Bye. Psalm 128, how joyful are those who fear the Lord, all who follow his ways. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. How joyful and prosperous you will be. Your wife will be like a fruitful grapevine flourishing within your home. Your children will be like vigorous young olive trees as they sit around your table. That is the Lord's blessing for those who fear him. May the Lord continually bless you from Zion. May you see Jerusalem prosper as long as you live. May you live to enjoy your grandchildren. May Israel have peace. Psalm 129, From my earliest youth, my enemies have persecuted me. Let all Israel repeat this. From my earliest youth, my enemies have persecuted me, but they have never defeated me. My back is covered with cuts as if a farmer had plowed long furrows. But the Lord is good. He has cut me from, he has cut me free from the ropes of the ungodly. May all who hate Jerusalem be turned back in shameful defeat. May they be as useless as grass on a rooftop, turning yellow when only half grown. Ignored by the harvester, despised by the binder, and may those who pass by refuse to give them this blessing. The Lord bless you, we bless you in the Lord's name. Psalm 130. From the depths of despair, O Lord, I call for your help. Hear my cry, O Lord, pay attention to my prayer. Lord, if you kept a record of our sins, who, O Lord, could ever survive? But you offer forgiveness that we might learn to fear you. I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on him. I have put my hope in his word. I long for the Lord more than centuries long for the dawn. Yes, more than centuries long for the dawn. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is unfailing love. His redemption overflows. He himself will redeem Israel from every kind of sin. Psalm 132. "'Lord, remember David and all that he suffered. "'He made a solemn promise to the Lord. "'He vowed to the Mighty One of Israel, "'I will not go home, I will not let myself rest, "'I will not let my eyes sleep, nor close my eyelids in slumber, "'until I find a place to build a house for the Lord, "'a sanctuary for the Mighty One of Israel. "'We heard that the ark was in Ephrathah. "'then we found it in the distant countryside of Jar. "'Let us go to the sanctuary of the Lord, "'let us worship at the footstool of his throne.' "'Arise, O Lord, and enter your resting place "'along with the ark, the symbol of your power. "'May your priests be clothed in godliness. "'May your loyal servants sing for joy. "'For the sake of your servant David, "'do not reject the king you have anointed. "'The Lord swore an oath to David "'with a promise he will never take back. "'I will place one of your descendants on your throne. "'If your descendants obey the terms of my covenant "'and the laws that I teach them, "'then your royal line will continue forever and ever. "'For the Lord has chosen Jerusalem. "'He has desired it for his home.' This is my resting place forever, he said. I will live here, for this is the home I desired. I will bless this city and make it prosperous. I will satisfy its poor with food. I will clothe its priests with godliness. Its faithful servants will sing for joy. Here I will increase the power of David. My anointed one will be a light for my people. I will clothe his enemies with shame, but he will be a glorious king. Psalm 134. O praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, you who serve at night in the house of the Lord. Lift your hands toward the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord, who made heaven and earth, bless you from Jerusalem. Psalm 135. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, you who serve the Lord, you who serve in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Celebrate his lovely name with music. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel for his own special treasure. I know the greatness of the Lord, that our Lord is greater than any other God. The Lord does whatever pleases him throughout all heaven and earth and on the seas and in their depths. He causes the clouds to rise over the whole earth. He sends the lightning with the rain and releases the wind from his storehouses. He destroyed the firstborn in each Egyptian home, both people and animals. He performed miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt against Pharaoh and all his people. He struck down great nations and slaughtered mighty kings. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kings of Canaan. He gave their land as an inheritance, a special possession to his people Israel. Your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your fame, O Lord, is known to every generation. For the Lord will give justice to his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are merely things of silver and gold shaped by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak and eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear and mouths but cannot breathe. And those who make idols are just like them, as are all who trust in them. O Israel, praise the Lord. O priests, descendants of Aaron, praise the Lord. O Levites, praise the Lord. All you who fear the Lord, praise the Lord. The Lord be praised from Zion, for he lives here in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord.